CXVU and the Caritas Commitment. This is Think Negative. I'm Jack. And I'm Chrissy. Jack, spring has sprung. Yes, it is. I mean, my favorite or, you know, sometimes least favorite week on campus. I like to think of this as mulch week because it's, oh. the, it's the week where everything gets mulched and everything kind of smells, but it yeah. means that spring's here and that there's things to grow. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good call. Mulch week. It's, I never realized it's a thing, but it definitely is on campus. It, maybe it's, one, it's a personal holiday for maybe me. Maybe we could bring the grounds guys on, on the podcast and talk about mulch. But um, so yeah, the, the weather, the chairs, everything's, we've, we're feeling good. Numbers are good. Yeah. We got through uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it was great. And, um, lots of activity happening. Lots of athletic activity happening, Jack. It is March. March Madness. It is my segue to introduce our guest today. We have Ash Puri here. Ash is new to Think Negative. We had the athletic director here, but I won't tell everybody listening that Ash wasn't aware of our podcast before I asked him to come on. But Ash is the uh, Senior Associate Athletic Director and Chief Athletic Operating Officer. Ash, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Chrissy and Jack. I love it. And I knew all about it. I was just giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I sent Ash the link and I was like, check it out. And uh, maybe you listen to the one where your boss, Mark Jackson, the Athletic Director was. But we've had fun, Jack and I, this year, kind of um, bringing Think Negative to our community. And we're excited for you to be here. In full disclosure, I asked Lynn Ty to come on last week. And I have to let Lynn know, I could tell Lynn wasn't like really into it, but I knew you would be. I knew you would be. So we let Lynn off the hook and we have Ash here. But either one, we know we're going to get a good podcast talking about our athletics this uh, semester because it's a big semester. So tell us, Ash, what's going on? What is happening over on that side of Ithan Avenue when it comes to athletics for uh, spring 2021? Well, I, you know, for the first time ever, um, uh, obviously due to the pandemic, we're, we're uh, you know, dealing with right now, we are, we have all 24 programs uh, competing at once. Um, women's basketball just concluded their season. Um, uh, they lost in the regional final to Delaware, the WNIT, which was a remarkable first season under Denise. Um, and uh, men's basketball plays in the Sweet 16 this Saturday against Baylor um, in Indianapolis. And all, you know, 22 of our other programs are in, you know, various stages of their competitive seasons. Um, you know, some are competing nationally. Uh, in NCAA, you know, postseason, others are in the right Big East or, or conference regular seasons right now. But um, it's been quite a journey. That's crazy, actually, when you yeah. think about it. Like preparing it, it for it is crazy. How how did the department prepare? Yeah, you know, none of us knew really how crazy this was actually going to be. I think we could all project and, and um, anticipate, but you know, the, the, the unintended sort of consequences of a, a season like this, you've got, you know, a, a certain number of trainers um, that support the health and welfare of our student athletes, like injuries, recovery, et cetera. 
you know, they're stretched thin. We had, we had to invest and in, in potentially hire more. Um, we had to test, right? We had to expand our surveillance testing program um, to, uh, to make sure we were meeting NCAA and conference guidelines there um, and, and manage, you know, and sort of compare notes with other schools that we were hosting or playing. Um, so, so getting up to speed on all the testing requirements, uh, the staffing, you know, from, from media and covering an event from a publicity perspective to streaming the event because we're most events uh, until recently were not allowed to have spectators because um, our facilities were closed um, to stats to scoring all those things right you don't you sort of take for granted in a normal season and and now with all the sports playing we had to schedule appropriately to make sure we had enough staff to cover every event etc it's just it's wild and and to make sure our facilities can handle it you know we've got uh, several of our sports share the same uh, field for competition so uh, and practice and whatever and scheduling around all those things it's just been a herculean task but our uh, our athletic staff in partnership with you know across campus all our campus partners have done a phenomenal job so it's really really exciting um overwhelming and exciting i think are the two best words to describe so uh i'm curious what would you say which sport or which team has had the most pivoting to do because i know for some sports for a baseball or softball team, we're only just getting to the point. I mean, it's pouring rain today, but you know, the fields were covered in snow until a couple of weeks ago, but they're kind of used to it. Whereas, you know, for a football team in terms of the weather as their season goes on, it's totally flipped from normal. So I'm curious, what, what would you say who's had the hardest time adjusting? I, I don't know that I can pinpoint. I hate to be a, uh, you know, avoid a question like that, but your, your, your examples are spot on, right? So the spring sports are accustomed to maybe dealing with some snow, but football, um, there's no real like snow delays or your fields normally available in the fall going in the winter. This year, you know, we, we had to adjust practice schedules, right? Um, we had to plow the field a lot more than we have in the past, uh, you know, in all of our fields. Um, Baseball and softball have had to relocate games, reschedule home home events, find indoor practice facilities, um, track and field and cross country have had to adjust, um, you know, and then, and then the basketballs, uh, obviously indoor sport, but they were the first, right? So anytime you're the first, you're going through this stuff for the first time. So we learned a ton during men's women's basketball, the non-conference schedule uh, about how they traveled, um, you know, how they were dealing with home events how to operate, you know, however you need to operate a program. And, and we've been able to take a lot of those learnings and apply them towards the spring. So it's helped us, but every program has unique challenges, truthfully. Uh, and it's just, it's been wild. It's been really wild. You know, and then you compound it. Um, football usually has a spring, you know, workout and practice season, right? I'm using that as an example. Now that they're competing, their entire, uh, the, the needs are totally different, right? In, in a fall competitive season versus spring sort of practice season. So you've got them, you, you layer on both the lacrosses and the track and fields, and you've got, you know, several programs trying to use just our stadium facility alone. Um, right. So it sort of illustrates the challenges we faced from a scheduling perspective and um, just preparation. Absolutely. And looking forward for, you know, those fall sports that are, uh, have had to shift to the spring. Now they're, their training period is, you know, their active period and they're going to have the summer and then probably go right back into another active period. So this, uh, especially for, you know, non-senior athletes, it's going to be a busy calendar year. Yeah. I think that, that was one of, um, 
one of the main concerns that, you know, the conference, the NCAA and, and us, you know, Villanova locally took under consideration to figure out like what the right number of games to play um, in a spring season going into what we hope is a full fall slate, like a, like a normal or regular like fall competition schedule. So yeah, all that it's uh, I'll tell you this though, our, our, our student athletes are extremely resilient and they all wanted to compete. They, they overwhelmingly told us over and over um, we, we gave, gave student athletes the option to opt out if they, they wanted to and didn't want to compete this spring. Um, so they had that option and, and the vast majority of them didn't want to compete, um, wanted to get on the field and, uh, and they enjoy it and they love it. It's their passion. So. And Ash, you're in it and you've been in it, you know, from, you know, the beginning of the semester of the first semester when we're all coming back and you're trying to figure out if you can even have practices, if any of the athletic you know, department was going to be active at all. And as we've now, you know, gotten close to the end of the semester, the second semester, the school year, can you take a step back and think about what some of those lessons are that, um, you know, we've learned, like, what, what are we going to take with us into the new year, into the new academic year? Or what are the things that we learned that we're not going to take with us that maybe we were doing before or, you know, what are some of the lessons? Well, I think we learned um, how to maintain a certain level of efficiency to, to be sort of all places at once, so to speak. Um, I think that if, if being efficient with your time, your energy, what to focus on, I think that's a, a key takeaway. And oftentimes, you know, we, we talk, especially at Villanova a lot about perspective and having the right perspective about life and, and, you know, um, and what's in front of us, behind us, et cetera. And so I, I think having the ability to compete and be around each other uh, and not taking those things for granted was a, was a really big takeaway. Um, I, in, in, in my entire life, right, I, I played sports growing up and I couldn't have imagined something that would disrupt sort of our way of life uh, uh, in, in something like we just dealt with, right? And so and how it related to athletics and like games canceled and people not being able to compete and seasons cut short and all those things. But I, I think through, through and through, like we all kept the great right perspective. And I, and again, I think, um, I think our kids, our student athletes, our, our coaches, our staff, we all love the fact that we are just able to compete and get on a field, right? Wins and losses are super important. We're all competitive, but um, there's something more important happening this spring. Uh, and I think that was, that's our biggest takeaway to be honest with you. It's just, it's uh, it's it's fun. It's it's great to be able to experience this stuff, um, even in in spite of all that's going around or on around us. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Speaking of you know experiencing all of these things, you know, it was really cool. I think it was last weekend to walk around campus and walk from the commons to the spit and hear you know commentary and sound effects coming from uh, the stadium and from the the baseball field. Uh, how can students sort of keep up with this stuff now. Obviously everybody knows where to find the March Madness games, but for all of the other sports, you know, I think whether it's in person or online, people are really ready to support every aspect of Nova athletics. So how can we do that? Yeah, we're, we're excited. Um, uh, you know, there've been some um, developments on the ticketing end, right? We're, um, we're allowing parents and family to come to games. Every student athlete gets a couple of admission passes to invite their parents or brothers, sisters, whoever. Um, and, uh, you know, as restrictions soften or we 
we learn more and we, we learn more about managing, managing our curve and the numbers on campus continue to drop or become manageable. Um, you know, we're, we're hopeful that, you know, maybe we can get some students into some of our athletics facilities soon. That decision hasn't been made yet. Um, so in the interim, Villanova.com is a great resource. Uh, all of our social media handles and channels follow games and sort of post updates regularly about games. Um, and so the, the, the information's out there if you want to uh, want to find it. We also stream the vast majority of our sporting events, um, oftentimes behind a paywall. Um, so there will be a small fee, but nonetheless, you can, can there's a, there's many ways to consume our sporting events, um, for, for, uh, the on-campus community. And it is great. Uh, I love the fact that we had a, you know, home football game and, um, you know, just being around the energy and, you know, something is sort of simple as a video board being used. And like, you hear the PA announcer blasting and maybe a little music. It's, it's uh, inspiring given what we just normal, heard. normal, right. <laughs> but the, um, the teams are doing well. I do follow a lot of our athletic teams on Instagram and it's been fun to watch uh, the, the success and the, it, because it's coming in fast and furious with all the sports, you know, like celebrating, you know, the coach of Bridget Orchard's 800th win, you know, on social media, then seeing our track and field program always doing well. Um, men's baseball, I think they had five wins in a row just recently, you know, and then obviously we had coach Dylan and coach Wright on the podcast last semester. And, you know, it was just really fun to watch the women play this year. And there, it, it was, you know, I was watching from my phone or from the TV, but even on social media to watch them and the fun that they were having, you can see what, you know, what you were talking about, Ash, that they were all just excited to be competing and to be together. And, and we did really well. We did, you know, the women's team, you know, the season has ended for them, but they, I hope that they're feeling good about it. And of course, you know, we, we are getting ready for a sweet 16 matchup uh, this weekend so we have some plans on campus for some game watches through Community First and campus activities. And uh, looking forward to some good behavior, win or lose on campus after the hopeful win on Saturday night and the game again on Monday. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's been fun to watch all of it happening this semester. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, for a lot of people and for me, the kind of turning point in the pandemic where it became really real. I mean, obviously one of those was the email from Father Peter, hey, time to go home. But, you know, before that was the Utah Jazz game where Rudy Gobert tested positive. And, you know, sports were kind of one of the first indications that this was being, was becoming really real. And so for professional sports to go away and then very quickly for collegiate sports to go away and now for, uh, them to be on the way back and to see all of these athletes, you know, after a year of not being able to compete, I can't imagine the amount of motivation and drive behind, you know, every game must be massive. And I think it really shows in all of these successes that we're having. Yeah. I, I remember being in New York um, last March, uh, you know, at, at our team hotel and uh, I joined the, uh, the men's basketball team for, you know, a lunch and, the, the game was going on. We weren't sure what was going to happen, right? They had just finished practice in the morning or their shooting shoot around. 
Um, we're eating our sort of post post shoot around lunch, and uh, the the game got called, uh, the Big East game at noon that started and then got called at halftime the day after sort of the NBA sort of shut down or paused. Um, and it's remarkable to think like we've, we've, we've gotten to this point a year later. Um, and I'm just, you know, again, I, I perspective, it's uh, one of the great things about this place being on campus here at Villanova that I haven't experienced in some of my other stops um, is just the, the greater purpose, right? Like, and, and keeping perspective around things that happen in your life. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a remarkable uh, experience to go through this whole year um, here. And, uh, but thrilled to be back participating. And again, um, Saturday, a testament to the student athletes and kids that like that fought through a very awkward, strange, challenging season, quarantines, um, testing, you know, uh, different ways to practice all the travel. I mean, you name it. And, uh, and, and we get to our men's basketball program gets to, um, go on national TV at five o'clock on, on Saturday and, and play one of the best teams in the country. You know, it's, it's really exciting. Well, I'll be watching go cats. I'm excited about it. Yes. What about uh, you, Jack, where are you going to watch the game? Uh, uh, well, I think it depends on the weather. I think, you know, I'd like to go out to one of the game watches and, uh, who knows? It might be my roommates keep bugging me to make chili. So that might be a, an occasion to cook for the apartment and say, all right, yeah. stay in. But uh, I think we're doing like a little 50 days thing game watch. So 50 days for the seniors. Jack's a senior, Ash. So he might make his way out for a game watch for 50 days. 50, day, 50 days until the end of the semester for seniors. Wow. It, I, could have sworn that like last week was a hundred days. So <laughs> no. Oh man. Well, I, I I think that might be a good place to stop before the existential crisis really kicks in. Uh, but Ash, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, Jack, Chrissy, thanks for having us, and uh, we really appreciate the continued support like that we're feeling from uh, across campus. So. Yeah. Well, last semester, I have to say, athletics was like helping put signs up helping staff you know all of the community first events helping uh with the testing helping with contact tracing you know and, and it continues i tell you i said this to lynn ty before and i've said it to mark jackson like we we honestly couldn't have done it without the assistance of our athletic staff helping across campus so it really was a team effort see what i did there see what i did um, so, you know, it, on both sides of Ivan Avenue, I think athletics has, has be, been a huge part of our, uh, community first effort. So. Yeah. It's been inspiring across the board, truthfully. Um, all yeah. of it, uh, everybody across campus really has. All uh, right, Jack, close this out. Uh, well, awesome. I think that'll about do it for this week on Think Negative. Remember to keep your V's up masks on and uh, we'll see you next week. Go cats.